All right, welcome to Kahuna and the Wasp. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you to Steel Pixel Studios. Today we're going to discuss what's going on this week in the NFL. We'll talk about the New York Jets, the Philadelphia Eagles, and some fantasy football. I want to welcome my co-host, the Kahuna. Hey, how you doing, Wasp? Uh, this week we also have a special guest, Mr. Rory Driscoll. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing his viewpoints on some of the upcoming matchups this week. start with the Eagles. They lost to the Oakland Raiders 22-33. Here's a quick breakdown. Kahuna? Well, first thing I want to do is uh, say it was a sad day. Losing uh, Sanders got hurt early. Actually, I was so excited watching the game because there he was and he started running the ball, running the ball. They were picking up yards. He looked strong and I said, good, they're finally listening. And then he gets rolled over. Hurts his ankle out for the game early in the first quarter. Good thing for the Eagles. They continued that drive. Uh, ended up scoring a touchdown. So everybody was all excited. This is going to be the change. Well, it didn't last long. Uh, they just shot themselves in the foot, play after play, uh, penalties, losing third, uh, third down conversions. And, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, to me, it's another quarterback deal. Yeah, I thought opening drive touchdown. They had the red zone interception defensively, make a good stop. But uh, Jalen Hurts, 18 of 34, 236 passing yards, two touchdowns. But he did have the red zone fumble uh, later on in the game. Boston Scott came in, had 24 yards and a touchdown, filling in for Miles Sanders. He's having x-rays uh, this Tuesday. We'll see how those come out. And replacing him was uh, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, four receptions, 41 yards and a touchdown. Is he a new running back one? Well, I, I don't know if he's a one. He, he may be a 1A uh, because they really they don't like running the ball as much as they do throwing the ball, and he seems to be the red zone guy. Yeah, he is good at catching the ball out of the backfield. Um, he, he did have a fumble late in the second quarter. cost him a field goal late in that half. Uh, and, the, you know, let's talk the other side. The Oakland Raiders, 5-2, and two, impressive start to the season. Derek Carr has been holding his own. Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake doing it on the ground. Each had a touchdown. And uh, they had Foster Moreau, who had a touchdown in 60 yards. Uh, next up for the Eagles, 0-7 Detroit Lions in Detroit. Currently Philadelphia minus 3, over under 48. Kahuna, what do you think of the Eagles-Detroit game? Well, um, let's just talk a little bit more about Hertz. You know, I, I'm having some real trouble with him. Uh, everyone says, oh, he's got some great stat lines. He's looking good. Fantasy, uh, you know, running uh, scores, touchdowns. But he's getting all his time uh, and, and points in garbage time. You know, if he's looking for another job, maybe he should work for waste management. But uh, right now, uh, he, he's got a lot of rookie issues. He's not seeing the guys downfield. He's not making his progressions. Uh, when he needed a third down, he was keying on guys 25 yards down the field, right? Devonta Smith, Quez Watkins, J Jalen Rager. What about Dallas Goddard? Wide open underneath all the time. So he has to fix his game. Now, Detroit, well, don't you think we could win this game? They haven't won a game yet. But they played tough. Uh, you know, they gave L.A. a scare last week early. Um, <clears throat> what do I think is going to happen? I, I think the Eagles are going to play him tough, go back and forth. It's going to be a, a problem if, uh, if they have any penalties that are going to kill drives. But all in all, I, I think the Eagles should play competitive, uh, stay even pretty much through the game, and uh, edge them out maybe 20-17. to 17. Yeah, I think the Eagles uh, should beat the Detroit Lions. will be a tough game. But I think now uh, with Miles Sanders going down, maybe they'll run the little the ball a little bit more with Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell at the backfield. But I think the uh, Eagles could definitely win here by a touchdown, maybe 10 points. But we'll see. Uh, again, 0-7 uh, Detroit Lions coming up next. Fantasy football. 
All right, let's talk a little fantasy football. Let's talk a couple wide receivers. Uh, Kahuna, let's start with number one, Jamar Chase, Cincinnati. Ten targets, eight receptions, 201 receiving yards and a touchdown, 34 fantasy points, playing the Jets this week in New York, 19 projected points, and he is the number 11 fantasy player right now. What do you think of Jamar Chase? I wish I had him on my team. I mean, that guy's pure money. Uh, What drop issue, right? All he's doing is dropping bombs. Uh, I think he's going to have a fantastic day, especially against the Jets. Even though their secondary is not bad, um, they're kind of reeling. And uh, I, I just see this as being a beautiful day for Jamar, uh, the entire Cincinnati team. Uh, give him at least eight, 125 and a touchdown. Yeah, I've been a big fan of Jamar Chase all year. I picked him up probably sixth, seventh round in the fantasy this year, and that's been uh, paying dividends week after week after week with the points he's putting up. I think him and Joe Burrow just have a real good connection. It's going to be tough for the Jets this week to keep him out of the end zone. There's a lot of good receivers, good running backs on Cincinnati. We'll cover that a little bit later when we're previewing the Jet game. But uh, Jamar Chase, he's the real deal, that's for sure. Absolutely. On to uh, our next receiver, Terry McLaurin, Washington, had 12 targets, 7 receptions, 122 yards, and a touchdown, 25 fantasy points. He's the number 35 fantasy player right now. What do you think about Terry? Well, he's pretty much their offense right now. Uh, you know, he's, he's foolproof. He's getting the passes, whether they're short passes, long passes. He's just making it happen. He's energetic. He's making Heineke look good when he has to throw. And, uh, you know, right now he's been having to throw a little bit more, and especially uh, McLaurin's way because Logan Thomas is out, even though uh, Seals Jones has been doing a a good backup role. Uh, You know, Gibson's hurt. Um, You know, my big question is what's with Von Miller in Denver? Is he going to be playing this week? He kind of hurt himself last week in the game. Uh, If he's playing, Heineke's going to have some issues, so he might have to shorten his passes. But I like McLaurin at least eight receptions, 115 and a touchdown. Well, I like McLaurin. He he could play in the slot. He could play outside. And usually, if you got a good pass rush, you put him in the uh, in the slot, just like Godwin. We said last week, and he had a pretty productive game. So we'll see. Washington at Denver this week. Terry McLaurin projected sixteen points. Up next, Mike Evans, Tampa Bay, ten targets, six receptions, seventy six yards, three touchdowns, thirty one fantasy points. Playing New Orleans in New Orleans this week, seventeen projected. Uh, Mike Evans, he's the number twenty three fantasy player, caught number six hundred from the goat. Tom Tom Brady gave the ball to a fan, and then he ended up getting it back. So give us a little insight on that story. Well, it was, it was kind of funny to watch. You know, he's, he caught that touchdown. He was excited, and he uh, gave the, full, uh, the ball up into the, the stands to the fan. I think it might have been wearing a, uh, an Evans jersey. Not sure. And uh, all of a sudden, you see uh, the TV monitor panning at Brady, and everyone's talking like, what's going on? It was a 600 touchdown ball, right? He wanted that ball back. It's a pretty expensive ball right there. So I'm thinking, well, what's he going to parlay this into? Well, supposedly he got the season tickets. He got signed jerseys. He got signed helmets. And Evans gave him a ball. So, he, you know, that fan is happy. He's a true fan. He still wants a round of golf with the GOAT. So uh, hopefully uh, Tom Brady can make that happen. Seems like they've given him everything else. What's wrong with going out there and playing 18 with a big fan? There you go. All right, let's go to some running backs. Uh, let's start with DeAndre Swift out of Detroit. 13 rush, 48 yards, 10 targets, 8 receptions, 96 reception yards, and a touchdown. He had 28 fantasy points. He is playing the Philadelphia Eagles this week. He's the number 14 overall fantasy player. He's on an 0-7 Detroit team, but DeAndre Swift puts up points. He catches the ball out of the backfield. A lot of times the Lions need to make uh, make up the points, and they're throwing the ball constantly. So he's a big point producer. I don't know if being on a team that's always trying to catch up is really helping his fantasy stock go up, but he's a great player nonetheless. 
Oh, that's absolutely the fact. I mean, he is not a ground-and-pound running back. He didn't have the size. He's not making his own holes. But when you're in garbage time, ask Jalen. You could put up some points, and he does it with his receiving, and he's got a nose for the end zone. So uh, I see him having a real good game, quite honestly, about uh, against the Eagles. Uh, he's probably going to have at least 20 touches, 100 yards, and maybe two touchdowns. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, up next, Damian Harris out of New England, uh, 14 rush, 106 yards against the Jets, two touchdowns, had a couple of catches, 25 fantasy points. Uh, he's playing the L.A. Chargers in L.A. this week, 12 projected points, number 76 fantasy player. Uh, he did run all over the Jets this week like most running backs, so uh, I don't know if his numbers were inflated because of the team he was playing or if he's going to bring this week after week after week. Tough game against the Chargers off a of bye. Well, the Chargers, oh man, they've been getting beat up by the run. And, uh, you know, what does New England like to do to stay with high-powered offenses? Keep them off the field. So you don't want Herbert out there. You don't want Williams out there. So if they can hold on to the ball and get their first downs and march it down the field, that's what they're going to do. And, and Harris is that guy right now. Uh, I think he's going to have a great game. He's going to have 15, 20 rushes, probably 100, 115 yards, and at least a touchdown. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Cordell Patterson. um Atlanta, 14 rush, 60 yards and a touchdown, five targets out of the backfield, 14 fantasy points playing Carolina Panthers this week. He's the number 39 overall fantasy player. He's really pushed Mike Davis to the back seat. He's doing it, catching the ball uh, almost as a wide receiver, running back, running the hard yards in between the tackles. He's really been a Swiss Army knife for this team. Very productive player and a fun player to watch. You know, over the years, seeing him on different teams, and he was always a gadget guy, and, and he is now in Atlanta. And Thank God they have him because uh, Mike Davis, he's a hard-running guy. He catches out of the backfield, but he doesn't put in any yards, right? He's a three-, four-yard kind of running back. So if you want stuff to happen, give it to Cordero. And you know what? Right now, Atlanta, they they seem to be playing a little bit better week after week. And who are they playing now? The reeling, and I say reeling, Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold. So I I think Cordero's going to have a good game, but as far as, uh, you know, comparing him to Swift and Harris— Uh, I'd lean the other way. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Swift will have a good game. I think he'll uh, put up a couple points. And I think Harris will ride his momentum into this week. And, uh, again, you said New England's going to want to establish the run against the Chargers. We'll see if they'll be able to do that. Absolutely. All right, we want to welcome our guest, Rory Driscoll, a lifetime Giants and New Jersey Devils fan, a partner at Driscoll Howe LLC, high-quality legal representation. You can count on the lawyers of Driscoll Howe LLC. Rory, welcome. Welcome. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys uh, uh, taking the time out and letting me stop by. It's excited to come. Absolutely. We want to talk a little bit of Jets, a little Giants. We'll start with the Jets. They're now 1-5. Just traded for Joe Flacco. Zach Wilson sprained PCL out two to four weeks. Well, I remember last week we talked about the preview. And I said, uh, New England's going to be mad. And boy, were they mad. They embarrassed the Jets like nobody's business. I think sometimes, you know, it's the Halloween season. And guess what? I think Wilson's seeing Darnold's ghosts. (laughs) Yeah, the New York Jets lost to New England Patriots 54-13. Kind of reminded me of the old butt fumble days with Sanchez. I remember a pretty good beating that time. Uh, Michael Carter on the ground, 11 attempts, 37 yards. But he did have eight receptions out of the backfield, 67 yards. um, But he did have a fumble lost. Corey Davis led the way, four receptions, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, But we got the Cincinnati Bengals up next, 5-2. Very impressive start to the season. You know, uh, Zach Wilson got hurt. Uh, PCL, I think. So, what, two to four weeks. 
uh, and they went ahead and traded for uh, Flacco. So who's going to play? Are they going to use their rookie White, or are they going to use Flacco? Doesn't know the uh, playbook. It's going to be a rough game against Cincinnati. Roy, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. Cincinnati's coming off that good win. That was a, that was impressive. They looked good over the weekend. Um, Burrow's good. He looks really good. I mean, he's his sophomore year, and he's, he looks poised. I think the Jets are going to have an uphill battle. What's that line at this week? Yeah, yeah. right now, uh, Cincinnati minus 9.5, over under 43.5. That's going to be October 31st, 1 p.m. CBS. But, yeah, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase. It's the it's the Wild Jays running Ruckshaw for the Bengals. I'm actually surprised that that spread's not more than minus 10. Well, you know what? We're not even talking about Cincinnati Bengals defense. What are they going to do to Flacco, yeah. White, right? Whoever goes back there. They can't protect the, they can't protect the quarterback in New York. So this is going to be so ugly so fast. I mean, I'm looking Cincinnati 34 to 10. I'm 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 with you on that. I I'm at, that line is that that's a that's that's small compared to what I thought it was going to be. I tell you what, I see a 10-point line. I see Joe Flacco coming back, throwing six bombs. No, no, I don't see that happen. It'll be a tough game for the Jets. I root for the Jets every week, but it'll be a tough game. So we'll see what goes on. Um, now, Rory, you went to West Virginia. Yes, yes, I did. West Virginia time. just beat TCU 29-17. They now host number 22 in the nation, Iowa State, who's 5-2. and two. What do you think is going to happen this week? Well, first of all, let me say I'm a little disappointed in the Mountaineers this year. I thought this was going to be the turnaround season. Um, you know, Brown's, uh, Brown's been there three years now, so I thought he was going to start, you know, he's getting his players. And disappointing start. We had that close game against Oklahoma where we, if we got that win there, maybe the whole season's different. Um, we lose that game, a close game. Um, our defense looks great. Our offense looks horrible. We go, we play Texas Tech, and it's been a downfall since then. But then we had the nice win this weekend um, at TCU, and this game's in Morgantown, and it's Halloween weekend, and I can tell you it's gonna be it's gonna be wild there. And an interesting tidbit here is Morgantown, what the university actually had the the ability to play this as a night game, and they decided not to. And wow. I personally think that's a mistake because a Halloween weekend night uh, game in Morgantown, that place in would have costume. been. That place would have been wild. So they decided to play it at 2 o'clock. Um, but I like the spread here. I think it's 7. Um, I actually think West Virginia is going to give Iowa State a run for the money here. Um, and I think we, we tend to play good teams close. We play bad teams bad. So Yeah, right now Iowa State is minus 6.5 over under 47.5. Uh, we're going to be rooting for West Virginia this week, that's for sure. Any good stories from back in the day? Uh, probably ones I shouldn't share as an attorney on, uh, <laughs> on the radio. But <laughs> no, it was a great time, great school. It got me prepared for life in all sorts of ways. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, yeah, the Mountaineers, 3 and Four right now. Hopefully, they get a big win against number 22 Iowa State this week. Lock of the week. All right, final thoughts. We're going to do some picks of the week. We're going to start with the Titans, 5 and 2 versus the Colts, 3 and 4. Indy right now, minus 1. We got Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, plus Taylor and Carson Wentz. What do you think of the game, Rory? Uh, I, this is a this is an interesting one because Indianapolis is playing better than I thought they were going to be. Um, you know, Carson Wentz doesn't look too bad. Um, I was actually looking this game at maybe my survivor pool, but I don't know because um, Indy Indy actually looks better than I thought. What's your take? Uh, I agree. I was wrong with the Colts last week. I, I was like, oh, we'll go with the 49ers off a of bye, but that was a huge mistake, even in the rain. Um, Kahuna, what do you think? Well, you know what? If this were a couple weeks ago, I'd definitely go with the Colts. But right now, Tennessee's playing, you know, lights out football. Uh, Derrick Henry, he's good every week. No problem. Uh, A.J. Brown, he's starting to blow up, and that's a big deal. You know, Julio's back. Uh, Tannehill, 
starting to look good, right? He doesn't have to throw much, but he's been making the throws he needs to make. So right now, I like Tennessee moving forward. However, the Colts, Wentz, definitely stepping up. I I, I agree, though. Henry, to me, is the best running back in the league right now. Taylor's good, right? JT's uh, great. There's nobody like him in the league. Yeah, I feel like I've been wrong with Tennessee this year. They're a 5-2 team, but the way we've been talking about them, this sounds like they've been more of a 2-4 team this year. So I'm going to take the Titans, um, getting the points, but I think Colts could have a good game. I'm just saying Titans are a little stronger. I'm yeah. like in Tennessee, say, like 30, 27. What do you think, Rory? I'm going with Tennessee here, too. Again, I, I would, I would actually thinking about taking them in their survivor pool. The only thing that gives me caution is the Colts have looked good the past few weeks. But I'm with you. I, I like Tennessee with the points. Yeah, all truth. Uh, I took Carolina last week um, out of my survivor league. I had <laughs> seven in a row. I felt eight in a row. I'm thinking, oh, I'm taking the Patriots. But then I couldn't do that against the Jets. So now the Jets host me over in my survivor league because I couldn't go against my own team, just like anything else. So now I'm out seven weeks all this hard work done. Hey, Matt Rule wouldn't go with Carolina right now. <laughs> it's very true. All right, game number two, Dallas 5-1 and one versus the Vikings 3-3. Three and three. Right now, Dallas minus two. We could discuss Dak in the boot, C.D. Lamb having a big year, Dalvin Cook coming back, and I say this year's Jamar Chase, last year's Jordan Jefferson. This game is going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to go back and forth. Look, they both have superb uh, RB1s, right? Uh, you got Cook who's coming off injury. You got Zeke who's uh, starting to play well. They both have quality uh, quarterbacks. My big question is: Is Dak going to be 100? percent If Dak's 100, percent I see you know Dallas doing the dirty here. I think they're going to win this thing. Yeah, Rory, what do you think? I'm, I'm with the, I'm with the big guy here. I think I, it pains me as a Giants fan, but it's been a long time coming, and Dallas looks like the real deal for once, and I, it's sustainable real deal. You know, they always they always start off the season where they look good, and then somebody gets hurt, and they they just, they just look sustainable this year, which is disappointing as a Giants fan. But I actually think this could get ugly, and I think Dallas is going to blow them out. But I do think it's going to be high scoring in the. But I do think Dallas ends up taking this one. It seems like great minds think alike. I'll take. Dallas as well, so Dallas all the way around. Uh, final game, Rory, your Giants, right? Two and five, coming off the big win, entering my Survivor League, plus the Chiefs, three and four. A little bit of Mahomes struggling, hasn't seen struggles like this in his entire career. Uh, Kansas City minus 10, what do you think? Um, well, I was at the game on Sunday. I had a great time. Saw a win. Was with there with my with my dad, so we had a good time. But I will tell you, uh, I just don't think Kansas City is that bad. Um, I think this is a fluke. I think they're going to turn things around, and I unfortunately think my Giants are that bad. Um, I think Danny Dimes is actually starting to look like he could be a franchise quarterback. But once again, Giants offensive line, not that strong. Um, defense is banged up. Saquon's not going to play again, it looks like, Monday night. Tony's um, out as well. Yep. Saying I I, I and I don't know if Sterling Shepard he was a game time uh, uh, they, they scratched him late on Sunday I don't know if he's playing this weekend it's he's questionable going into today um, I think Kansas City gets it done I think they cover um, again Giants fans saying this but I'm just speaking reality here I think I think Kansas City covers well you know the Giants their defense is playing better than people give them credit for uh, and Daniel Jones uh, he's not turning the ball over that much the last two games but guess what? Carolina wasn't playing defense. Um, uh, you know, Booker, not doing too bad. And you know what you can do against Kansas City? Run the ball. Yeah, right now. You, you can, can score points. So this is not going to be a one-sided game, in my opinion. Um, I, I like uh, the Giants to put up some points. Do I think they're going to win? Absolutely not. <laughs> but, uh, you know, who's which Mahomes are we going to get? Is he still hurt, right? He got hit pretty hard in the head. 
Uh, yeah, that was a that was brutal. Right, their wide brutal. receivers are still a little bit banged up with Hill. Uh, Kelsey, he's always there. I, I think Kansas City is going to try to go down to basics this week. I think they're going to try to control the game. Daryl Williams should have a good game. No more uh, no-look passes from Mahomes this week, maybe. No, I I think he needs to pay attention, and they need to figure out how to protect him. But I think this game is going to be an exciting game. I think the Giants are going to look decent in it. And I'm looking for Kansas City win 35-20. to uh, if we're competitive, I'll be happy. You yep, know, and yep. I, I think we could be. But yeah, I don't like taking ten points um, the other way. I think in the NFL, ten points is a lot of points, no matter what. But if the Giants win, they're three and five. The Chiefs are three and five. No Saquon, no Tony. All the injuries, and you say the Chiefs and the Giants have the same record after this week. That just doesn't compute in it my doesn't mind. Doesn't make any sense. So because of that fact and that fact alone, I'm going to take Kansas City minus the ten and see what happens. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I don't think any of us going in to to, to would we even be debating whether this would be a game that would be covered or not. Um, but here we are, and that's why the NFL is so great. It I is. agree. I agree. So Roy, tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Tell us a little bit about your company and what you're doing for the community and how you can help. Help others right now. Yeah, sure. So uh, my partner and I, we uh, we have a small firm. It's just me and him. Um, we do DUI, criminal, and family law. So oh, you I know, might have to talk to you in a little while. <laughs> I always say to people, if you come to me, I actually I, I don't want you to have to come to me. But if you do, we're here for you. You know, it, it usually you, you know you're coming to me when there's there's an issue in your life that that isn't great, and we want to try to give you the support, make it more personalized. You know, family law, it, we deal with custody and divorce. DUI speaks for itself and then criminal kind of speaks for itself. But, you know, we try to be really hands on. I try to be there for my clients. I, you know, I give them the cell phone, let them text me. Um, we try to just be more personable than than some of these bigger firms. So a real hands on approach, really listening to your clientele and, and helping them make the best decisions for themselves and their families moving forward. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Perfect. Well, Rory, I mean, I, I appreciate you being on today. I appreciate your outlook on the Giants. And uh, Kahuna, any last words? No, it's uh, great to have you. Uh, sounds real good what you're doing for the community, Rory. Thanks, man. And, uh, you know, I hope the Giants put up a good game for you. But uh, as long as it's entertaining, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, maybe I'll be, I hope to have, I hope to be back. I'm glad you guys have me. I really appreciate it. I, uh, I can't thank you guys enough. So. Absolutely, Rory. Any day. Welcome every time. So we want to thank our sponsor, Steel Pixel Studios. Thank our producer, Ben Orr. Uh, we'd love to hear some of your input on our weekly decisions. Find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, or call us 484-242-8904. Go Jets. Go Eagles. Have a great weekend. And thanks for listening to Kahuna and the Wasp.